Hello and welcome back. You may have noticed a little change around here. The podcast has been slightly rebranded and renamed the Money and Miracles podcast with Emily King. All the content's going to be the same. I just wanted a little little name refresh to, to better reflect what I'm bringing to you each week. So don't worry, nothing's going to change. All is well. <laughs> so sit back, relax, and enjoy this incredible episode. Hello and welcome to the Money and Miracles podcast with me, Emily King. We call ourselves rich women over here because we are all about living the rich woman life inside and out. We take the taboo out of talking money and we say yes to our desires. And each week I'll be bringing you a dose of money mindset and relatable life stories so you can go out into the world and live your best freaking life. Let's do this, rich woman. So welcome to the 10K a day training. So happy to have you here. We're going to dive into it, all the things on how you can have your 10K day. So we're going to go through the six shifts I think are essential. Of course, there's going to be more and there's going to be nuances with these shifts, but the things that I truly believe are going to be the things to help get you to that 10 K day. It's pretty magical when you have a 10 K day. In fact, I was sharing, uh, in a recent post that I remember when I had a 32 K day back in July or August, I think it was, that was like a surreal moment where it's like, Holy shit. (laughs) Like, so what I will say with this training though, is that whilst I've picked 10 K day, because it kind of has a fun ride. It's fun, right? It's fun. And I know the feeling and it feels amazing. The number is not, it's not necessarily, I want all of you guys here to have a 10 K day, but let the number be the symbol for what's possible for you. So maybe right now you're sitting there and you're like, Emily, I want to have a one K day, or maybe you've already had a 10 K day. And you're like, I want to do a 50 K day, pick the number that's going to work for you with this training, because it's not necessarily, like I said, it's not the number like, Oh my God, everyone needs to have a 10 K day. It's about stepping into the expansion of what's possible for you and like breaking through this invisible glass ceiling that we have on ourselves when it comes to our money. So I'm really excited because I know that you guys, you wouldn't be watching this unless you knew that you had big shit to do in this world. So for those of you that don't know me, I'll give you a little rundown on what I do. (laughs) I'm a wealth and abundance coach. So I work on the money mindset stuff with women because money is the oxygen to a business. The past, I know that probably all of you here watching have passion, have love, have, you know, a reason why you show up. You do like, you have all these wonderful things, but the reason why I do what I do is because it kills me when I see women who have amazing skills, amazing gifts, amazing talents, all that kind of stuff not make the money that they desire. And therefore they have to shut down their business or they have to get another job. And like that kills my soul. So I don't want that to happen to you. So that's why we're here. (laughs) All right. And the focus of my work is women and money, because I believe that as women for many generations, we've pushed aside our own desires and we haven't truly gone for it full out because on some level we think it's too much to ask for. It's too far out of reach. 
It'll never happen. And then worst of all, we quote unquote, feel bad. So my promise to you is that by the end of this trading, you're going to leave inspired. You're going to leave motivated and you're going to leave equipped to have your version of a 10K day. Okay, so I'm gonna walk you through six belief shifts that I think need to happen for you to have that money breakthrough. So first shift is this. Now, some of this may apply to you, some of these shifts may not apply to you, but this is one that we gotta clear away in case anyone here has this at all, which is money is the root of all evil. My coach said that, or coach that I worked with in the past, I was at an event with her a few years ago and I will never forget what she said. And I was like, Ooh, I got to write that down to tell every single client of mine from this day forward. And it is this, you cannot be successful and have resistance to numbers. You cannot be financially successful and have resistance to numbers. Money gets a bad rap. And some of you here watching might already know that, but we need to reiterate this. Money gets such a bad rap and this whole money is the root of all evil is complete bullshit. And I love what I heard Les Brown say one day. He said, money can't can't buy you happiness, but I sure as hell like to find out for myself, right? So it's time to give yourself permission to be rich, which if you've been hanging out with me for a while, you know, I say this, but I even need to know it again for myself. Like, I tell myself, I give myself permission to be ridiculously rich, ridiculously abundant. And that little ego part of my brain is like, wait a minute, no, that's too much. So that little bit of us that has this resistance to money, we need to break free of that today. And so quite simply, I remind myself that it's spiritual for me to be rich. And the more wealth that I have, the more wellness I have. So with that, One thing that I want to help you ladies do right now with this shift is there's three questions. So the first one is, what am I resisting that I am free to release right now? What am I resisting that I am free to release right now? And whatever it is that you feel just what pops into mind, check in with one of my favorite questions of who does this belong to? Is it yours? Is it someone else's? Because so often, sometimes this whole money as being a bad thing, it's a taboo thing as don't talk about it, hush, hush, hide it. it. These beliefs belong to someone else. It's the things that are passed down to us. So we can break free of this harmful relationship with money. So what am I resisting that I'm free to release right now? It could be just quite simply, I am resisting putting my new program into the world. Uh, I am resisting uh, doing my first Facebook live. I'm resisting sending an email I, you know, on my program. I am resisting raising my rates. I'm resisting um, quitting my job to go all in. What am I resisting that I am free to release right now? Okay, good. So with that, I would love all of us to right now say, and maybe if you're in public, you don't need to say it out loud, (laughs) but saying, I am willing to have a 10K day. 
I'm willing to have a 10K day. It's a great statement to release the resistance because you're not fighting with the ego and saying, I have to have a 10K day. We're doing this 10K day. I'm making it happen. While that decisive energy is great, the kind of mediator between it is just saying, I'm willing to have a 10K day. I'm willing to have it. And if there's any resistance that you're feeling right now of like, oh my God, but that's going to be so hard and um, I'm going to be so stressed, stay with me. We're going to clear it soon. Okay. So the next shift is to get used to bigger numbers. Because here's the thing. There's the saying out there, you get what you tolerate. And I 100% believe that. But here's the add-on to that that I think is missing, is you get what you're used to. You get what you're used to. Whether it be something personally that you became used to or just societal used to. And I'm going to give you an example. So two examples. A friend of mine, actually, no, three examples, sorry. I shared yesterday that um, I was chatting with a friend of mine and someone that she masterminds with, this woman challenged herself. She said, I'm going to do 90K in 90 days. And she did it. She fucking crushed it. Then she was like, okay, I'm going to do 90K in, I think it was 40 days. She shortened the timeline. I'm going to do 90K in 40 days. She did it. Then she was like, you know what? I'm going to do 90K in 90 minutes. And she freaking well did it. I was back. I was like, what? What? So anyways, apparently her, um, her strategy or how she did it was instead of doing individual calls with people to, you know, share about her program, she's like, you know what, F this. I'm going to do a group call, a group sales call. It'll save me a hell of a lot more time. And I can get, you know, a bunch of people in to have the call, the sales call. This is my program. This is why it's amazing. This is why I think you should join it. So she did that. And I guess she had enough enrollments and I don't know what the price point of the program was that she did 90 K in 90 freaking minutes. A friend of mine, a different friend of mine shared that someone uh, she heard of was consistent in writing blog posts. I think it was for medium medium medium.com. And he grew his email list to 400,000 people on his email list. Like that just blows my mind. I'm like 400,000 people. Like that's almost the population of my province I, I live in. Like that many people. And then the latest example was my vision board workshop that we did last week. I, the universe wowed me. I did not expect that many people to sign up, but I feel like the universe gifted me the extra signups because the universe was like, remember to believe bigger. I want you to know that you can go for bigger. So now we're opening up the capacity to receive. We're opening up this willingness. We're starting to like, like open up the the little sliding doors to that glass ceiling, right? Now, one of the top money blocks that I see, and it's worth repeating, even if you've heard me say it before, is that the shift of you have to work hard to make more money. I would be willing to bet that 90 6.2% of you (laughs) watching here right now have the block of working hard to make more money. And maybe it's not working hard because I used to pride myself. I'm like, oh, I don't think I have to work hard. Like, look at the time freedom I have. Look at all. And, but then I caught myself almost the twisted roundabout way that I created for myself was I have to do more to make more. Cause I was like, yeah, I can have that thing. But oh my God, the laundry list of stuff that I'd have to do to have that. Whoo, that's a lot. So let's, ex- let's explore how this shows up for you. And you can let me know in the comments how it's showing up for you is you don't allow it to come easy. You overcomplicate things. Even this workshop here today, 
I had to catch myself and be like, no, I need to add this and I need to add that. And I need to do this because it needs to be the most unicorn thing they've ever, ever seen. No, don't overcomplicate. Let yourself be lazy. <laughs> you question your ideas a hundred times over, right? You might be undercharging as a symptom of working hard to make more money because you might be undercharging because the work you're doing feels easy. So it's like, I can't possibly make more because it was so easy and that would be ripping people off. And, you know, if it felt good, then I should do it for free, you know, or I should do it for cheap. So in my case, I know how my block shows up and I have to, I've even doing this for the hundred K or a hundred thousand month is I'm checking in with my beliefs of what do I think I need to do to have the money to achieve that? So I'm exploring, I'm going to literally write this out this weekend of what do I think I need to do to have hundred K month? And I'm going to call bullshit on pretty much all of them. Right? So how's, so what do you believe? And you can write this down for yourself. And like I said, the 10 K is just a stand in for whatever number you've picked, but what do I believe about having a 10 K day? So here's my challenge to you on this. I'm sure you've all heard, and, and I fully believe this, is that you don't, it doesn't have to be hard. It just has to be consistent. But I don't want to leave you hanging with that because so many of us have resistance to this consistent thing because we're like, oh God, don't tell me I need to show up every day and write an email every day and do this. Every, like consistency sucks, right? Think of it more like a discipline and a willingness to fail. The big shift that I've had that already is paying off is my willingness to be consistently failing, <laughs> which I know some of you might be like, God, don't tell me to fail. I did an Instagram post the other day. I thought I was going to do great. I was like, oh my God, I love this. It came to me, downloaded it, love it. Going to put it out the world. It didn't do that great. <laughs> didn't do that great. But instead of letting the ego be like, see, you suck. That was a horrible post. Nobody liked it, blah, blah, blah. I was like, yes, I failed. I failed at it. Fantastic, Emily. So I want you to be willing to fail because when you are willing to fail, you are set free to show up. And when you show up and show the world what you got, you get out of the perfectionism. You get out of the, the thinking things over a hundred million times until you hit post, whatever it is. You just show up and you do it. And I'm telling you that it sets you free. Next, shift number four is to embrace the push-up. I want you to figure out what's your push-up. So why I bring up this example is because very randomly years ago when I, gra I so my undergrad was in music um, and a friend of mine encouraged me to join the, um, the band that's in the army. And so if you're in the band, it doesn't matter what department you're in within the military, you have to do the basic training. So I joined the band and part of the requirement was to do 15 actual push-ups, the tricep push-ups, like the harder ones. Like these ones are easier in my opinion than the tricep. So I was like, how in God's name, I, it was 15 or 20. I think it was 15. It's like, how in God's name am I going to do 15 real push-ups on my toes in a row for this like training? It started with one. I would every single night get on the ground and I would do one push up. 
And then I would make myself get to the 15, maybe cheating, cheating with going on my knees or like doing three, then stopping, then coming back. But I would make myself do the 15 push-ups every single day until, and it actually surprisingly wasn't that long until I got to the point where I could do 15 real push-ups. Like it was nobody's business. <laughs> so finding your push-up. And the cool thing I was thinking about a push-up is it's pushing you up, right? It's called a push up for a reason. So what is going to push you up that you're avoiding doing that you can just start today? It could be raising your rates, even by like, I know, for example, Meg sells different uh, things. Could it be two bucks that you raise your rates by? Um, could it be deciding not to take those less than ideal clients anymore? Could it be instilling a, ca a cancellation boundary? Um, could it be pushing yourself up in terms of investing in a coach, investing in ads, investing in branding, whatever it is, doing something that's going to push you up. What's the discomfort that you need to lean into? And, but here's the catch. Well, it's right now I want you to choose a discomfort. There will inevitably be discomforts that you don't like, that you don't get to choose. But we don't have the luxury of getting to choose all of our discomforts. I know we would like it, but we don't get that luxury of choosing the discomfort, okay? Now, second last one is this, which I see so often, actually, I was just chatting to a client about this, which is your more is someone's less. This is a limiting belief that we have. So let's just say you start to step into this and like you're on the cusp, you're getting the ideas, you're doing the push-up, so to speak, and you're, you're growing there can start to be a little bit of like, oh my God, this is too much. Oh my God, what if people start to hate me? Oh my God, what if I lose my friends? Oh my God, shouldn't I you know, be helping out other people? And like, we start to get in our heads about us doing successful is taking away from someone else. It's like that pie example of like, okay, I get this, if I get three quarters of the pie, that's only gonna be a little sliver left for everyone else. That's not fair. Your abundance does not take away from other people's abundance. And I love using this example. This is your practical example for this shift in particular. Is I would like all of you here right now to take in a deep breath and let it go. Good. Take in as much air as you want right now. Take it all in. Biggest old breath you've ever had. Go on and take a big breath. And release it. Do whatever timing you want, however much air you want. Now, you breathing in just then, did that take away from my ability to breathe in? Yes or no? No, it did not. So the abundance is, is like air. It's available to us. It doesn't take away from anyone else. And we are free to receive it and give it as much as we please. And we don't, I don't have to feel bad about me just taking a big old breath and being like, oh my God, is Megan okay? <laughs> Did she get a breath? For this, I'd love you to write down, it's okay to want more. It's okay to want more. Now how this shows, how the symptom of the, this shows up is, oh, I don't really want that, or that's okay, I'm fine without it, you know, or, um, you know, the, the thoughts I shared earlier, of like, oh my God, is someone mad at me or whatever? 
I used to, and I shared this earlier, like I used to feel so bad when I received money for my services. Like I had just stolen their most prized possession. I was like, oh my God, I feel so bad. Like I used to feel like my more was now like me, like rooking them like a bank robber or something. So just quite simply reaffirming to yourself, it's okay for me to have more. It's okay for me to have more. What's more for me is more for everyone, right? Okay, good. So we got the second last shift there. Now let's move it, move into the last shift. So we got the willingness to have the money. You know, we're expanding into the bigger numbers. We're doing the push-ups. We know that it's not bad for us to have more. We know that what's more for you is more for everyone. Now, the last thing that's going to come up is the imposter syndrome. This is what I have to say to this. You are an imposter and I love it. <laughs> you are an imposter and I love it. And I love this example that Seth Godin gave. Actually, he has a fantastic book that really relates to this. It's called the, it's called the practice where he said, if I want to be a runner, say I decide, you know, I want to start running. That's going to be my thing now this year. I'm going to start running. I'm going to do a marathon or whatever. I show up for my first run with a friend or what have you. Or maybe I'm doing it by myself and I put on my sneakers I put on my gear and I do a run. I am not a runner on that first day. I am pretending to be a runner. But by day 30 of running, I am a runner. In order to become the thing, I had to do the thing. You have to do it to be it, not be it to do it. You have to show up to do the work as if you are that thing to become it. And we don't need to freak out about it either. <laughs> like I'm not showing up to my first run like, oh my God, everyone's going to think I'm a fraud. They're going to think I'm an imposter. They're going to know. They're going to see my pace. They're going to be looking at me in the back and making fun of me. No, people are chill about it. No one gives a shit that you're trying to be a runner, <laughs> like in a bad way, right? In fact, they're probably cheering you on. Those that, you know, really are there for you are probably like, oh my God, good for you. Putting on your sneakers and going for a run. This is amazing. You become a runner by doing the runs. If not now, then when? And so many of you sitting there, it's just like, if not now, when? If, if you don't decide to be that woman who, who makes a 10K day now, then when? Well, Emily, when I, I don't know, get a new client, when I get the thousand people on my email list, when I get whatever. No, those things show up. We got it backwards. We think we need those things to then have the 10K day, you have to up here decide you're having the 10K day first, even though it's gonna feel like an imposter, you're gonna feel like you're faking it, you're gonna feel all those things. Decide that first, then the pieces fall into place. Some of you know the story, I almost shut my business down in 2016 because I had felt like uh, an imposter, so to speak, like, oh my God. And I was, I was, I had done $97 between January and August of that year in sales. I did one call with somebody. <laughs> so August of that year, I decided I was going to be the woman that was successful. And I told myself if I didn't get, I forget how many clients I told myself, but I, I, I believe it was just get a client by the end of this month. And if you don't, you're shutting down your business. And I meant it. Once I decided that the how showed up and the action showed up to meet it. I had five clients by the time the end of the month came is because 
I decided it and I showed up with the action for it, then made, then, which then made me be the person I desired to be. But I had to do the things to get there. All right. So worth is not something you're given. It's something you have to claim for yourself. So this needs to be a non-negotiable of I'm giving myself permission to have a 10K day and be me and be perfectly imperfect. All right. Well, that's it for this training. Um, You can let me know your biggest takeaway in the comments. You can let me know if you have any questions, but I love sharing it with you. I just hope that you've taken even something. I know that I've watched trainings before and even if like 39 minutes of the 40 minutes doesn't pertain to me, but that one thing is like, yes, that's exactly what I needed to hear. So I hope that all of you here watching today got that something for yourself that's gonna help you have your 10K day. 